is going on in the local economies here in central Louisiana. The Senla Economic Dash is to help businesses. Why COVID Dash and not an economic report? It was about a year ago that all of this started. Uh, when COVID hit, businesses were shut down. What is going on in the local economy? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Senla Economic Dashboard Podcast. My name is Patricia Valdez, and I'm joined here with Dr. Dupont. Uh, Dr. Dupont, how are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, so glad to be back here. This is October. Hard to believe we are in October already. This year is flying. Who would have thought? I remember even um, last year when the COVID came. Uh, around March, they were like, yeah, this will be gone by December. Oh, not 2020, 2021. And yet, here we are closer to December. And, <laughs> and we're still talking COVID. Still talking COVID. But let's go. So what are these significant findings from the latest economic dashboard podcast like this month? Well, if, if you remember, I think last month we talked about not yet being able to see the impact of this fourth wave of COVID on the economy. Well, we are we are now far enough along that we can see it. Uh, the the impact is uh, clearly visible from the economic data this month. So that's really um, the main the main findings that have come out uh, here in October. Uh, as far as what were those impacts, uh, really two of them. Um, the first one being the impact on employment, and the second one, uh, the impact on uh, consumer spending. And so um, let's talk about the employment one first. Uh, the good news is uh, the worst of the fourth wave is over. When you look at the COVID numbers, uh, you'll see that basically the number of cases is declining. Uh, we are still going up in vaccinations. Um, so, you know, we feel good about that. We feel that is behind us. Um, last year at this time, we were doing very well with the number of cases. They were low, and it really didn't start picking up until we got into Thanksgiving and Christmas season, and certainly we hope that's not the case this year. But, uh, but numbers are relatively low, and what we're seeing is, now the data we have uh, in this issue of the dashboard is data from mostly from August and from September. Uh, so, and you can begin to see it in these two. You begin to see it in July. We, we really have a much clearer picture as we get into August, and you see it kind of tapering off a little bit here in September. But let's go back to this concept of employment. I was really surprised last month. Now, in last month, we had the data for, um, for July in employment, and we had peaked. We had reached the highest level. In, and since we've been keeping uh, records uh, internally here, we had reached 61, almost 62,000, 61,950. And that was going all the way back to 16, one of the highest levels of employment in the labor force. This month, uh, this month we, we dropped 1,000 people in the labor force. Uh, and that's quite significant. So we dropped in the number of people who are working, but we also dropped in the number of people who are unemployed. Typically, when someone's working and they're no longer working, you start seeing the unemployment number go up. But we saw both numbers go down, and that tells me that people are just leaving the workforce totally. So, and so we, we were down a thousand. We're still relatively high by comparison because last last uh, data July was was extraordinary. Uh, so August, uh, natural, it was the peak for the fourth wave, and it did come down. Uh, we're going to be looking at those numbers carefully uh, as we go into the holiday season. 
Um, thank you. You've mentioned employment, how the COVID impacted. Um, but what about consumer spending? Uh, consumer spending is um, likewise. Uh, it, too, was impacted. We have 10 jurisdictions that we report on. Uh, re or get reports from, I should say, and eight of those ten jurisdictions basically were, were negative. Um, that's not unusual. Now, what we're looking at here is data that was uh, sales activity that happened in August. The, the, the tax revenues were collected in September, and it was reported to us in October. So that's kind of uh, how that goes. So we had, in, um, we had eight of the ten jurisdictions in August basically reporting uh, lesser revenue. That extent of that lesser revenue was anywhere from a negative 32% at Catahoula to upwards of 13% in avoils. We also look each month at vehicle sales. We use tax revenue to gauge vehicle sales. Those were down 50% in avoils with some uh, slight single-digit uh, gains in Evangeline and Rapides. Uh, slight single, uh, I'm sorry, those were... Um, negatives, uh, single-digit negative numbers, but up slightly in uh, St. Landry. On a year-to-date basis, vehicle sales remained very positive. We we're running very much ahead of where we were last year. So for the year, it's still looking good. Now, also in consumer spending, we like to keep track of the remote seller's um, tax revenue. And this is when people shop online. You know, they pay sales tax now. So what we've been doing is measuring that sales tax for all of central Louisiana. And, and what we saw in this past month, well, for August once again, we saw that basically there was a slight uptick, not much. It was about a 1% increase. Um, but yet again, in Rapids, there was a slight downturn, about 4%. When we look at how much sales tax was collected throughout central Louisiana, since the first of the year from online sales, we're looking at about $12.2 And when we look at uh, who collected the most, well, that's Rapids at about $3.7 followed by St. Landry, 2.3, and Vernon Parish at 1.4%. One thing, let me also add, um, this month, for the first time, we have sales tax data from Grant Parish, and we're very appreciative of um, uh, Sheriff McCain, who is... Uh, over in Grant, and he is the tax collector, for, um, for joining us here at the Economic Dashboard and providing that, that data on a monthly basis. So we appreciate his help. If I could, let me, uh, let me go back to talking a little bit more about employment. Uh, the unemployment rate in Rapids uh, was 3.8% for the month of August, and that's down from 43 in July. And... Uh, and well below the state rate. In central Louisiana altogether, it's almost a percentage point higher, 4.3% uh, in August compared to 5.4% last month. So, But in particular, I want to talk about the hiring pressure. I've been saying this, that we have got the tightest labor market in the state, of all the metropolitan areas. And and I thought it was very tight, but it has even gotten worse in, in this, this most recent data in August. Because we had a 1,000 people drop out of the labor force, that means we had even less people to fill the vacancies that were there. And when you, you look at um, July's data, at, at that time we had two jobs openings for every one person that was unemployed. In August, that almost reached three job openings 
for every unemployed person. And, and I went all the way back to, uh, I think, 2014, and I've not seen a labor market or a, a, a labor market that tight. So this is extremely tight here. Uh, and it's largely because we, we lost some folks in, that, in the August data. Uh, hopefully, with COVID coming down, uh, the number of cases, um, people are returning to the labor market. And we'll, we'll get that data in, in a few weeks. Hey, Generals, don't forget to check out the LSUA app. You can find all of your school information, the calendar for the events, and so much more. Just type in LSUA in your app store and download it. One of the things about looking at numbers, you see what's happening, and, and you may understand in a general sense why things are happening, but in a, in a particular sense, you know, you don't necessarily. I think COVID perhaps was the biggest factor into why a thousand people dropped out of the labor force. And so in August, either they couldn't get to work, or, or there was a reduction in work, or they just, for one reason or another, yeah. I think it had more to do with COVID than anything. Oh, okay, okay. Because the number of cases, if you look yeah. back at the, at the charts, the number of cases of COVID uh, reached a new high in this fourth wave. It was higher than what it was in the third wave, and the third higher than what it was in the second and so forth. So each wave has been higher. Now, the number of people in the hospital, number of people who have passed away from it, that has declined. And so, But the number of cases is, is still increasing with each wave. Yeah. That's the importance of uh, everybody getting out and uh, getting their vaccinated. There's significant efforts from the government to make it easier and accessible to a lot of people. But um, my question now is, how has COVID impacted travel? If you remember from the earlier, uh, the summer and, and into the spring, travel was picking up. Uh, starting about March the 1st of this year, we saw increasing numbers in spending on travel and recreation. We saw increasing uh, reservations, uh, increasing people flying. Uh, everything looked incredibly good all the way up until about the 4th of July weekend. After that, what we started seeing and we reported from was that the um, air passenger throughput, what the, the TSA keeps track of how many people go through, through the airports, those numbers leveled off. And then as the fourth wave progressed, you begin to see a decline. Okay, And that decline continued into August. And um, I think um, perhaps in September, uh, it's, still, it's still down. Uh, we haven't yet quite turned... On, turned around on the, on the traffic, but at the same time, I think as we get into the holidays, and uh, and if the if the pandemic stays low, the number of cases, you're going to see a sharp pickup. Yeah, that's good to hear. I know that the natural natural waves of how air travel goes, they pick up around this time, around Thanksgiving. To mention. There's a lot of talk, okay. if, if you read, there's a lot of talk. I'm looking right now at Asia and, and hoping maybe to um, um, to head out that way uh, in, in the near future. But there's a lot of talk right now about opening things up after November 1st. A lot of the Asian countries, I think even European countries, you're going to begin to see this. At least that's what I'm hoping happens. Uh, a few more things on travel, uh, if I could. Um, 
the state has welcome centers, uh, as you know, and as visitors are traveling into Louisiana, many of them will stop at these welcome centers and will sign in. You know, they keep track of, of the visitors. Well, that was down 55% in August uh, compared to July. So you can see a significant pullback in um, people traveling to Louisiana by by car and likewise also by plane. Um, we had um, somewhere around 76%, okay, is the national average um, is here in Louisiana as far as our air traffic, um, uh, traffic, air traffic compared to where it was in 2019. We're at the 76% level, but in this past month, it was even lower to that. It was around 40%. So we only had typically about half the traffic, air traffic, uh, mm -hmm. in September that we did have two years ago. That's good to hear. Now I remember uh, I'm from Mexico, so I was just hearing that the border got it's going to be open in two weeks now. So, so I think you're going to see this. It's kind of low key right now. I'm not seeing a lot of people talking about it, but everything I'm reading says you're going to see a an opening of borders um, that will pretty much start around November one and and continue on. So, um, I'm encouraged by that. Yeah, no, me too. I'm very excited. Um, but now that we talked about the COVID and how it impacted the travel, I want to go over to the housing market. So how is it going over this? Not, not a lot of activity in housing this past month. You know, a lot of people move in the summertime. Uh, the housing data we get is very, is um uh, it's not uh, it's very near term in other words we've already got the data for september so and a lot of people try to make their move between uh between may and august you know because uh, children are in school and they want to get them wherever they're moving uh by that time of the start of the school year so not a whole lot of activity i do keep track of the lumber price because if you remember back in the early part of this year lumber prices were skyrocketing well we have seen the fourth cons uh, fourth consecutive decline in lumber prices and uh, it didn't decline much only three percent in september but it's the fourth one so the declines are slowing down and i think you're going to see perhaps a pause or a lull in this and as housing picks up maybe back in the um, in the spring you might uh, see this spike up again as far as the number of houses that are on the market uh, that's pretty much remained the same so we're just not seeing a whole lot um, in terms of of activity in the housing sector right now so nationwide uh, let's say we've got a almost a four percent increase in residential construction uh, in august nationwide do we have the louisiana i don't have louisiana data um we have a, a slight uptick in the number of active listings here in alexandria uh, it's up 12 percent for september uh, the number of days that it's uh, houses on the market is down about 4%. And the average price, uh, medium as well as the average price uh, in the marketplace is down 5%. So that's pretty much all the news on, on housing. Um, well, recently uh, we've, as uh, everybody that listens to the podcast knows, we go over housing, we go over COVID, we go over travel. 
and also we go over new businesses. Uh, so what are the news, uh, the findings for this month about new businesses? Uh, new businesses were sort of like parallel with, uh, with the employment situation. You know, it was one more evident that um, maybe COVID's having some impact as it did with travel, as it did with employment, as it did with consumer spending. Number of new businesses in um, central Louisiana, well, Rapid specifically, in September was down, down about 34%. Uh, but still, we are up for the year. We're up 28% year to date than what we were last year. So on a longer term basis, it still looks good. Uh, through um, September of this year, I'm looking at applications here in Louisiana. Through September of this year, the number of new business applications in Louisiana has grown 22% over last year. Last year was already a phenomenal record of new business, of business applications. Now, not every application turns into a new business, but at least that's the beginning of it. And right now, statewide, we're running ahead of those numbers, too. Mm, that's amazing to hear. And I'm very excited because um, sometimes with the whole uh, social situation, some natural phenomenon that has been happening in the hurricanes, people tend to be very conservative with their money. However, having many applications for new businesses uh, is just a clear reflect reflection of how people are adventuring and entrepreneuring and getting out there and doing their own thing, which is great for the community at the end. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Dupont, do you have any other uh, comments, findings you want to talk to us about? No, uh, not, not in particular. Uh, just can to give you my expectations. I believe the economy is going to continue to improve. Although this month's down, I see some improvement as we go into the holiday season. I think that supply chain issues uh, may worsen, especially as demand is going to be ramped up for the Christmas holidays. And yet again, we still haven't solved all the supply chain issues. So, um, you know, that's going to make it difficult this holiday season. And we may still be facing a shortage of workers so uh, I think that's what uh, con the consumer can expect well it's always our pleasure to hear talk to hear you talking about the economy situation of central Louisiana thank you so much Dr. Dupont and this was your Senla Economic Dashboard Podcast thank you thank you What's going on in the local economies here in central Louisiana? The Senla Economic Dash is to help businesses. Why COVID Dash and not an economic report? It was about a year ago that all of this started. Uh, when COVID hit, businesses were shut down. What is going on in the local economy?